What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. Just a reminder, you can subscribe on iTunes, our iHeartRadio, and as always, you can download episodes, look for Press This at webmasterradio.fm. I'm really excited about this episode. I get to interview someone I've known for a while. I got to know his business uh, quite a bit, worked with people he works with. I'd like a welcome to the show, Kareem of Crowd Favorite. Kareem, welcome to the show. Thank you, David. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. And Kareem, we were talking a little bit uh, prior to the break, uh, prior to jumping on, should I say, um, about your history with CrowdFavorite. And I had kind of uh, assumed that you had founded CrowdFavorite, but that wasn't actually quite the case. Could you share a little bit about the history with with you and kind of what CrowdFavorite is and and how you got involved? Sure. Um, I'm actually, compared to some of uh, our friends, relatively new to the WordPress world. I came into the WordPress world in 2008. Um, uh, backed into it, but uh, I have a long history of starting and running web shops uh, since 1994. As a matter of fact, was when I started the first web shop um, that I uh, that I worked in. And, when, was it, uh, when was the web released, though? What was the the <laughs> HTML wasn't far away from 1994, wasn't it? It was right in there, right before, right after. Yeah, uh, I'd have to Wikipedia it, but I think uh, I started seeing stuff published around 92, 93. Um, and uh, a friend of mine was actually starting an ISP down in Los Angeles um, in 94 and uh, through a, a happenstance uh, there was an opportunity to actually start building a website so I, uh, I quit my job and started uh, started building websites out of an ISP and that became uh, 
one of Los Angeles's first web shops. It's That's crazy. Uh, really incredible to hear. I started in 96 in much the same way. So, uh, Yes. So that's an interesting connection. So, you know, this episode is really kind of focused around the, the future of WordPress and open source and the enterprise. So, so maybe you could fast forward a little bit. Tell me a little bit about, you know, how CrowdFavorite started or, or how it Absolutely. kind of came to be and then how you kind of got in the enterprise business. Yeah. So uh, me personally, from day one, I was, I was always you, you working with enterprise clients. It's just how I fell into this business. But then uh, in 2007, I started looking around because I've been working with content management systems with the enterprise for years, and I felt like the future was open source. Uh, and I didn't know exactly enough about it. So I'm, I'm not a classically trained engineer. I come from the account management and advertising side of the business, uh, but I, I play with code. Um, <laughs> the developers at crowd favorite uh, try to make sure that I'm locked out of most Git uh, repositories these days, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'd play with code. So I started looking at open source platforms for CMS use. And, you know, I know still today some people think this, but a lot of people were obviously dismissing WordPress back then as only a blog and only this. Um, as a businessman, I was I was very intrigued with the concept of uh, core versus plugins versus themes. So I did a little bit of ex- experimentation. And I really felt compared to other open source platforms, this was the one that had the interface that was going to be dead simple for users or what the enterprise calls editors, um, authors in WordPress speak, uh, to start using. And I felt like this was worth digging into and playing with. And the next thing I knew, I was uh, starting to uh, play around with uh, configuring and uh, making changes on the back end. And uh, right when I was doing this, uh, we got uh, uh, got a lead to work on a couple of, of projects. At the time, there, there was no agency that I was with, just some friends had reached out. One thing led to another and uh, ended up uh, being there when uh, Disney started to s- decide to move away from their proprietary content management system. And we started doing some tests, and I'm happy to say that the team I put together helped make the decision to uh, move to WordPress for the entire organization as a standard. That's so a that's pretty what... bold move considering that point in time. I mean, to, to think about it as open source is the future, WordPress plays maybe a powerful role in that. I mean, you're talking about right at the moment when things like custom post types were just coming out. Yeah. Um, so having that vision at that time, I mean, even today you feel this, is open source really have a place? What is its role? What are the risks? I can imagine back in 2007, eight, nine, um, and, and I was also around during those times, it's an even harder sell. Um, so why did you feel so confident at that time that, that more, organiza- more organizations were going to say yes? Oh, to be clear, this was a conversation that literally took years. It wasn't until, I think, 12 or 13 that we really started using it heavily. It was just test sites and MVPs until then. But it was a conversation that people cared about. It was, you know, what is the future of content management systems and why do we have to pay for licenses? And it's not just about the 
cost of the licensing, but it's also the concept of having an open source community support something. There was a shift in IT management that actually started thinking correctly that um, the concept of zero-day security risks and other things don't really have a difference between closed source and open source. You can you can actually uh, you can actually build a process, a business process, and an IT process around uh, securing open source, just like you secure a a licensed platform. And that sort of not to get into the technology of it because I'm not an engineer, but the that sort of opened up the business conversation of what is the cost of ownership of open source versus licensed systems. And that was sort of the toe we needed in the door um, to start having that conversation because you always had the classical folks uh, who said, no, I want something that's supported, right? And we were able to leverage the the old story about um, IBM uh, supporting Red Hat as a service and uh, you know bringing that, bringing that into the enterprise to say, look, we can provide open source into the enterprise and still support it. We just have to have the right infrastructure as a service company around that. All right, that's really interesting, Kareem. I'm gonna interrupt you for one quick second. We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, thanks, everybody. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. We're here with Kareem talking about the future of enterprise and open source and WordPress. So it's funny you bring up IBM and Red Hat because I was actually just thinking about the old, uh, and there's multiple versions of the saying, but nobody got fired for hiring Big Blue, right? That right. kind of principle that I'm going to pay money for this this proprietary thing. It's well managed, and I can I can you know I know who's the throat to choke in a sense. Yeah. So then um, with uh, with you know open source, um, you don't have that comfort. 
you know, IBM um, with, you know, with their, their efforts through Red Hat, kind of get the best of both worlds. So how do you see that evolving in the future? Like you brought up security, you brought up uh, maybe a bit of the ambiguity of the future of open source projects. These are all things that enterprises worry about. Like, how's it going to change? How do I keep up with it? How do I keep it secure? Like from a business perspective, how do you how do you see them evolving their their thought process? Do you think they're gonna be more open in the future? Do you think be more people trying to layer kind of these management services on top of it to 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 make help make it more even more secure, more stable? How do you view the business implications of that? So I'm actually glad you asked that in that way because that opens up a, a new can of worms. It's very topical within our community right now. Um, and to get there, I'm gonna quickly just back up a second and say, once we started working with enterprise clients, uh, there was an opportunity to first get to know and then partner with uh, the famous in WordPress circles gentleman, Alex King, who uh, founded the crowd favorite brand and crowd favorite classic as we call it in Denver. Um, and he was somebody who was on the forefront of trying to figure out how to scale WordPress for enterprise needs uh, with his original ramp product and the way he actually created the first page builder called Carrington Build and a few other things, he was really on that forefront of having the conversations where he was attracting um, sometimes the the uh, ire of the community and sometimes the support of the community in trying to say, this can be more. Um, so we started working together and then it not only became about security or engineering and also business process, but it also became about when you come into a enterprise environment, they're not planning one cycle out and a cycle could be a week, month, quarter. They're planning multiple cycles out. So when you talk about a roadmap of a product, when you talk about uh, upgrades of a product and including new major features such as uh, a REST API or such as the Gutenberg project. Um, the one thing the enterprise wants is a clear roadmap and a clear understanding of what the future brings and how to implement that. It's all about risk mitigation. And right now as a community, we're going through a lot of uh, fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and a lot of uh, voices are speaking about things like Gutenberg. Um, our clients are having a hard time understanding what's going on with that project, for example. We're spending a lot of time explaining to our clients um, what is Gutenberg, not from the four million posts that are out there, but what does it mean to them? How are they going to have to prepare? What's the planning? What's the risk mitigation? Because for our clients, it's all about risk mitigation. Um, and it's a good thing. So this is another opportunity for us to say, look, this is actually a positive thing about open source. Because if you're talking about a closed source um, licensed system, you have a very polished marketing department who's delivering one message and all the internals of how are we going to do this and what's the upgrade path and what features are going to get included or not are all very secretive except for maybe one or two key strategic clients of that platform um, until it rolls out and then everybody's committed. The beautiful yet scary thing about an open source community is it's all out there. <laughs> it's public. So if some, there's a dissenting opinion or somebody has a different point of view, it's unfiltered. And while that can be scary to some enterprise clients, 
it's an advantage because it gives us some time to prepare. It gives us some time to voice our concerns. Um, you know, well, really even possibly, and I know that, that you guys have, have done quite a bit of this in terms of contributing back to WordPress core, but you actually have the option to have a very meaningful voice in the output of what that product looks like. Um, if you contribute the right resources to giving back, I think that's, that's interesting. Do you guys, how do you approach that with crowd or, or just in general? Absolutely. You know, it, it's funny. Um, a lot of folks in our community really vie to be loud and on the forefront. We've been a little bit of a, a little bit quiet on this. Um, we, we speak in the background, so to speak. Uh, I, I know there's now a, a, an enterprise um, council that Matt Mullenweg has put together that uh, we're actually not on, uh, even though that's what we sort of focus on. Um, we try to. We we've been sort of out of the politics, and just when something comes up, we tend to raise our hand and say, you know, um, this is an issue. If somebody wants to discuss it, we we're here and we're able to help. Um, but we've taken a little bit of a backseat of being a forefront of trying to push the message forward. We're just here to to support the community when they ask for it at the moment, um, because there's lots of very smart, intelligent people who are leading that message. But with our experience, you know, quite literally, uh, all of our clients are uh, enterprise grade and have these types of problems. We've found in working with uh, our our partners, whether they're hosting companies or platform companies, that the problems that our clients are bringing are sort of the edge cases that are pushing the concept forward of what it means to have an open source uh platform for the enterprise. So it's very interesting to see the types of problem they come up with because they're not only scale issues, but they're also issues of workflow that just don't come up in other places. So it's a great test bed. And uh, sometimes we have folks reach out privately and say, hey, could we take a look at this? Could we see how we can make the the product or this one feature better? But we're not really in the mix from a day-to-day point of view. So, Kareem, I'm really curious, like, what kinds of clients um, do you work with where, where they're choosing WordPress? Like, what are they, what is their decision-making process? What kind of things are they, they trying to solve for? Really good question. Uh, for us, we have largely two buckets that our clients fall into. The first bucket is a client who has been using these uh, licensed or closed-source solutions, and either they're... They're looking for a feature set that is beyond what they're doing and the licensed solution can't keep up with them and or um, they want to do something that's a little bit more bespoke. And they say, instead of doing something completely bespoke, how do we do something where a core and a core set of functions can be maintained as an open source project, but then we can actually customize it to our business process because our larger enterprise clients have very set business processes. So they want to make sure that it can be really customized well. That's the first set. So they're saying, I really want to be cutting edge. The second set of client is saying, wow, these uh, large enterprise content management systems that are licensed are expensive. They're slow moving. They're not cutting edge in the way they're coming up with products. And the cost of ownership between licensing and the cost of trading and paying for expert consultants in that deep um, that deep licensed solution is very high if the I look cost at, 
and customization are kind of the the or, or freedom really are the two groups the the two types of problems that um, the customers will often come to try to solve with you. So, Kareem, yeah. I do want to deep dive on this, but we're going to take a sure. quick break and we'll be right back. Oh, sure, sure. Awesome. We'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for WebmasterRadio.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Word uh, Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We're here with Kareem Key, and I, I know I pronounced that right, didn't I, Kareem? He's been sharing uh, his open source. And right before the break, Kareem, you're saying that in, today you work with generally two kinds of clients. Those that like the freedom of WordPress, but the stability that Core has maintained. Um, and those that are uh, really fundamentally trying to find more uh, flexibility and cost savings with open source over proprietary systems. So um, uh, for the last segment today uh, of the show, what I'd like to get a better understanding for uh, of is how do you see the future changing? If today people are saying, well, I need freedom, but I also need kind of the stability within core, or I really just want to save millions of dollars a year by not going with proprietary CMS. Like, do you see that being like the theme for the next five years? Do you see that changing in any way? What, what, how do you see those things? I see today open source platforms, including WordPress, as actually finally being completely competitive with licensed alternatives. Um, you have companies, not only like CrowdFavorite, but others, who can provide enterprise class support for open source systems. Um, that's a difference that we didn't see five years ago or even three years ago. Uh, you today have folks who are willing to maintain feature sets. You know, you can call them plugins in, in WordPress, uh, modules and other platforms that 
you maintain them at an enterprise grade. You have uh, hosting and platform companies who can manage who can manage enterprise relationships. Um, that didn't exist before. So now we finally have this infrastructure in open source to be able to really support our enterprise clients. And that's what's changed to date. Where it's going is really, I don't see how licensed solutions are going to be able to keep up innovation-wise with the speed at which the open source community innovates. I mean, look at the Gutenberg project in, in WordPress today, the speed at which that project has has evolved from last summer until now is amazing. Oh, yes. the, the global community that's, uh, that, I mean, Matthias leading the way, Yoast has leaned in, uh, Daniel, uh, who's doing the WPCLI project, has been doing a lot there. Um, it's really been a global effort by a ton of super smart people. And if, if this was a, a proprietary CMS and I was in charge of hiring people to work on that, pro- I don't know if you could find these groups of people and, and even, you know, ha- have the wherewithal to even find them and hire them to do this level of work. It, it really is impressive. Exactly. And it's amazing to see not only how quickly the community can work, but that, you know, when when we have our, our clients come to us and say, oh, my gosh, there's a lot of information out there on on this Gutenberg project and it's all contradictory and I don't understand, you know, how to plan for this. We're, we're trying to reassure them that not only will it come together, but, you know, the, the community has learned from its past mistakes of trying to push something out too quickly that was too too far along so they will be taken in baby steps and there will be a way of making sure that there's a path to upgrade um the team's been the gutenberg team's been doing a phenomenal job of trying to communicate that but there's just such a volume of conversation that they probably have to decide between actually writing code and answering every single query (laughs) so i'm I'm sure that yeah i'm sure it'll settle down over the next couple of months but if you use that as an example Look at the possibilities. Things like Sitecore, things like Adobe Experience Manager, they're not going to be able to keep up. We're able to clone all of the major functionality of those two platforms in WordPress these days. It's just yeah, I don't want to pick on any particular company, but when I when I no, do, no, no. I know you're not either. But I'm just saying when I when I think when I talk to people about open source versus proprietary, I put it to them this way. Um, Proprietary CMSs, their pace of innovation is based on the size of the development team. Right. The ports it. And WordPress has the large in terms of open source CMS. And so, you know, you're not reliant on 500 engineers sitting in a, an office building in, in San Francisco. You're relying on a global community of businesses who are, whose success is directly tied to that thing and has an incentive to help make it better. That's correct. Yep. So, Kareem, in our last two minutes here, I don't want you to give away the, the sauce, but what would you be your number one tip if you were if you were a salesperson working at another agency or another product and you were trying to pitch WordPress to the enterprise? What's the one thing you would tell them to try to leave in the mind of the person they're talking to on the spot like this, Kareem? I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's so much. That's the I'm trying to. There's a rich uh, riches of ideas here to pick from. Honestly, it's it's to move past the old ideas of open source being a risk. Open source is actually uh, very, very stable and very welcoming um, to the ideas of working within the framework and sort of the risk mitigation and planning concepts that uh, 
that enterprises need to work in. I like that. Move past the perception that it's a risk. See it yeah. as an opportunity. I love that, Kareem. Thank you so much for getting on the show today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, David. It was a pleasure. Awesome. And if you want to learn more about Kareem and what he's up to, go check out crowdfavorite.com. Great agency. Uh, Kareem and his team are running over there. Uh, service a lot of our customers here at WP Engine. Really, really good stuff those guys are up to. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to this show. Uh, we'll be back next week. Um, and again, as always, you can subscribe to Press This on iTunes or iHeartRadio. And of course, you can always download episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Look for Press This there. Again, I'm your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.